You are tuned in to Studio22Live.tv, podcast episode number 40 with the marketing mentor, entrepreneur, and business strategist, Iona Denise Garrett, part two. Studio 22 Live. It's the Studio 22 Live. Podcast. 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 Welcome back to the Studio 22 Live.tv podcast. I am your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and I'm about to sip my coffee. And I want to welcome you guys back. It is Friday, March the 30th. It's my son's birthday, so I want to start out by saying happy birthday to my son, Frederick C. L. Fitzgiles Jr. And he's the fourth, actually, to tell you the truth. Happy birthday to my son, man. He's, uh, Oh, this boy's getting a little old. He's 22 years old right now. 22 years old. Uh, man, it was just, I was, I saw something on Facebook earlier that showed me uh, a memory that, that showed, you know, I was saying, hey, I'm, 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 I'm just excited that my son turned 18. Now he's 22 and I'm a grandpa. And I shout out to my baby grandson. Uh, his name is Isaac, almost two years old. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you, Jasmine. Appreciate you. And uh, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about today. I hope you guys are gonna have a great weekend. This is the weekend of Easter, so Easter Sunday, you guys are gonna get your Easter clothes together and you know, eat looking Easter sharp. Oh, this is probably some of the only times that the kids do dress up. It shouldn't be like that, but I know it was when I was younger. <laughs> but uh, looking forward to all the amazing you know celebrations that are going to be going on i'm going to be going to church on sunday as well actually i'm going to be flying out this tomorrow flying out tomorrow to louisiana and i'm going back to my to my second home and looking forward to seeing all my family down there as well so we're me and i on a rolling down there so we're excited and uh so this this particular show is part two for those who enjoyed the show last week I know you were kind of like, man, you guys were just having a conversation, and and I know y'all, whatever. But I'm saying I was getting some good good information, but I I I kind of I kind of I kind of got left like left hanging. Well, that's okay, guys. We got part two, and what I like about part two of this show is kind of we kind of talked about Iona's background, and you guys kind of got to know her a little bit. But today is going to be very very meaty, so I'm going to be shutting up soon because I want to get right to the meat. She's gonna. I, I actually, Iona's going to continue sharing her amazing entrepreneurial. I mean, I Iona. So in this week's episode number forty, we got part two of Iona Denise Garrett's story as she continues to share her entrepreneurial journey that will truly inspire you to pursue your own dreams. And she's also going to give some extra stuff. This is this is good. You want to share this? Share this show with a, a, a lot of people. You want to share this show with people who are entrepreneurs, young people, startup entrepreneurs, people who just you know are are empty nesters who are want to be entrepreneurs, people who want to learn about Facebook ads. She's going to talk about. She's going to give five top secrets on why you should you should be using Facebook ads and what it means to actually target your market and the best strategy to 
to avoid losing money, especially when you're doing with business. She's going to share the rest of her story on how successful she's been and how influential she has established herself in the world of business with her Success Stalkers podcast radio show, which just recently... Uh, uh, she just joined iHeartRadio. It's been so successful, over 80-plus episodes. I'm just trying to keep up with her. But she's also going to talk about how to use your personal and business pages to get more engagement and the most profitable way to maximize all of social media. I'm talking about Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn. She's going to be going over that as well. So, again, it's my honor and privilege to be able to interview my honey, my baby, but also from a professional side, business strategist, entrepreneur. She's a marketing beast. She knows social media. She knows marketing like like nothing I've ever seen. I've learned so much. She makes me look so much better than I am between being a graphic designer and all kind of things. She knows marketing. So you guys wanna get your pens and paper out and you wanna be able to take notes because trust me, she usually coaches and charges for this information you're gonna get on this show for free. So don't take it for granted, especially if you're serious about, you know, taking your business to the next level, understanding social media. All right, y'all, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to just cut. I'm gonna, all right, all right, fine, fine. I'm going to just shut up. We're going to go right to part two of the interview. So stay tuned for part two of our amazing exclusive interview with entrepreneur, business strategist, a marketing beast, and my baby, my sweetheart, Miss Iona Denise Garrett. And you know, and the thing is, opening up this boutique, I didn't I didn't just open up any old boutique. Mm-hmm. I opened up an upscale boutique. Oh, bougie. In downtown. Bougie? Well, some people would say it was a bougie, <laughs> but. <laughs> upscale. I like the word. I, I like and, that better. When I say upscale, I didn't, because, you know, I'm from the hood, right, right? right? I grew up in the hood. Right, right. And, yeah, some people would probably say I probably should have opened up a, a store in the hood, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I knew that. That probably wasn't going to be the best place for me to make yeah, nah, some right. really good money, right? Yeah, right, right? So I decided, you know what? Um, what you mean, man? You made money I, I started looking around for a place to open up because I really wanted to expand, you know, my nonprofit, you know, organization that we started because of my friend. Right. And I wanted a place where women could come in and I could get, you know, FaceTime with them and I could sit them down and help them pick out wigs and get more on a personal, intimate level, right. you know, with women. So that was really why I decided to open up a boutique. I wanted it to be a wig boutique right but it evolved into something more look at that and so i opened up this boutique in downtown in a small community called covington okay. a little smaller city right outside of new orleans in, where, I, where I grew up that's in louisiana right? in louisiana okay. covington louisiana Got it. and it's like 30 minutes from new orleans and let me tell you this community in downtown covington there was there had never ever been an african-american male or female to own a business in downtown Covington. So you were part of history. So I was the very first African-American and female at that to open up a business in downtown Covington. Upscale boutique. Mm. So yeah, it was, it was quite an experience. (laughs) So, okay. So that's, you have to think of, that's major, 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 major Mm -hmm. first African-American upscale. Mm-hmm. Not first African American hood, right? Right. I'm not right. wrong with the hood. I'm from the hood. She's from the hood. But you just basically, what made you get into a boutique? Well, was it the, the hair thing you were just telling? It me was about? the hair thing. Well, yeah, but what yeah. happened was this: um, at the time, there was 
a woman who was running for mayor, our first ever, um, you know, mayor at the time. And on her campaign trail, I was introduced to her through a friend and, um, she was a really, just a really great person. So I decided to get in on the campaign trail and we started like helping her. Um, and when I, when she sat down and talked to me over breakfast one morning, she's like, so what do you do? And I told her about my, you know, my nonprofit. She was like, Oh my God, that would be so great. We need a, we need a store like that or something in, in Covington. And I said, well, I would love to open up one. I just don't even, I said, to be honest with you, I don't even know where to start, you know, looking for a place. She's like, wait a minute. She said, I have some friends. I have a friend that I know that has a building mm. that's open uh, that that he probably would lease out to Look you. And I said, really? And I How said, where? your friends get with my friends and we can be friends? <laughs> and she's <laughs> and you want to hear? I didn't tell you this. The yeah. irony here okay. is the irony. She said, "There's a place, uh, a little, little." She said, "It's not much, you know. It's 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 nice, but it's downtown in Covington." And I said, "Whoa, downtown Covington?" Because mm-hmm. you know, growing up in that area, I'm yeah. like, "Wait a minute, you don't go down there. You just don't. We just never had a sure. black person to open up a store in that particular area. Right. Very nice area." And she's like, "Well, you know, it's open, it's vacant, and it guess what? It used to be. It used to be a beauty school. Look at that." Oh wow! When I was growing up, it was a beauty, beauty school, school. Wow. where people went to beauty school. So, but that's not where I got my license. I got it from a different place. Right. But it had since closed down, mm. and several places had opened up in it, but they closed down. It used to be another store, another um, clothing store. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I say, you know what? I'm just gonna go try it. She sent me to the the, the person who owned it. Would you have? Lo and behold, he said, you know what? It's available. Go take a look at it if you want it. You know, this is how much it'll be. I need first month, you know, and second month, first and last month, and wow. deposit. And when I when I walked into that building, into that space, it was just like, oh my god, this is my store. I have to have this. And um, when he told me how much it was, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. Mm-hmm. And and at the time, I really could not afford it. But right. you know what? I stepped out on faith. I said, you know what? I'm gonna hustle. I'm going to work. I'm going to open up this store and we're going to do it. Right. And, but, I, but I didn't even know that I had negotiation skills. Mm. Oh, you got those. I didn't know that I had them. Let me tell you something. You got negotiation <laughs> skills. You definitely got them. But I said to him, I said, I, I said, I don't have this amount of money. I said, but if you would give me some time to at least get it painted, get it fixed up and, you know, just give me three months. Mm. I said, I promise you when I'm ready to get started, I said, I will have the money. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll do better than that. I'm going to give you six months. Ooh, favor, favor, favor. So he gave me six months rent free. No way. Rent free. Wow. To go in and design in the inside of my store, to paint it, get all of my, all of the things that I needed to get from, you know, the, the, my, um, the manufacturers to get all of my wigs and hair extensions. I mean, all this stuff. He gave me time. Wow. To get that thing up and running. To get that up and running. Nice. In the meantime, I solicited family and friends to help me. Mm-hmm. And they came in. Didn't. They worked, basically worked in my store mm-hmm. without me paying them. How did you get people to work without paying them? <laughs> you were a person of influence. I'm, man, you got you have that influence. I can't get people to come and take me to the store to pick up my daughter. So I have four people that worked in the store. Wow, nice. And they, and they had jobs. Right. But they took turns. Look at that. When they would get off from work, they would come and help me in the evening. And for those who worked that evening, they worked, they would come and help me during the day. And on the weekends when they were off. 
So what is it that you did to get them to do that? I just asked. And they saw my vision. They really saw, and two of those people actually worked with a nonprofit, so they saw my vision to help to help women. Right. So they knew my passion. They knew that I really, you know, was coming from a good place. Right. To help people, to right. genuinely help women. And so they wanted to be a part of it. Man, people want to be a part of something great and significant. Yes, they do. People want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. And this was bigger than themselves. Sure. And the name of our nonprofit is Gift of Hair. Beautiful. Restoring Hope with Hair. Look at that. And so Gift of Hair. Gift of Hair. Restoring but our the but the boutique the boutique that I opened was called House of Panache. Okay. And uh so Anyway, going forward from the store, the, the reason why when we stayed open for a little bit over almost two years, the boutique. Um, but the reason why I decided to close was because in the area, beautiful downtown area in Covington, you know, where the store was, but there wasn't a lot of parking. So it was always a oh, challenge. Yeah, yeah. It was always a challenge for me when I had the store open to to make a substantial amount of income because mm-hmm. it was such a challenge for people to park. Right. Right. And then the city came along while I was open and they banned a whole like section of right in front of the store for people. They couldn't park. They could no longer park in front of my store. Oh, man. Bad so they would have no parking. Right. So the parking parking. was already bad. Then they banned that. So then people would have to walk. They would have to park for blocks and then have to walk back to the store. So it was just too much of a challenge for people to come in. Sure. So I had this beautiful boutique. And, but if you weren't walking on the sidewalk, you really weren't coming into yeah, the store. Yeah. Wow. And so, so what we did, thank goodness, there was something downtown called, um, they would have these block parties every Friday night. And that's where I made the majority of my money to be able to stay open. Wow. But we would open up after hours while the block party was going on, and I would make maybe a few thousand dollars that night. Ooh. My goodness, are you serious? And so that's how I was able to maintain and keep the store open for as long as I did. But it just wasn't, it became to be, it was just, it just wasn't worth keeping the store open. It was so much of a challenge of, you know, people not coming. And yeah. so our sales started getting less and less and less. And before, you know, it would just totally go to nothing. I said, you know what, I needed to make an executive decision mm-hmm. and either find another location, which I tried. Right. But it was just too expensive to, it was like triple, quadruple the, the amount that yeah. I was paying. So, you know, I decided, you know what, I'm just just gonna take my chances just go ahead and close and we did we closed the store reluctantly um sadly grudgingly grudgingly (laughs) but Uh but to be honest with you even though we closed it was still one of the best experiences that i had and i learned so much from that and i'm glad i actually closed now because it has it freed me up with time to, to do what i'm doing now yes that's it wow so i was able to i saved the money that i made that I had a little bit left over, I was able to kind of live off of that for two years. Wow. While I started my next venture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, you know, that in itself, that is the experience. People say that, you know, experience is the best teacher, but I say that evaluated experience is yes. the best teacher. Yes. Oh, yes. And you can evaluate what you did. You can look back for And you took about from Rice Krispie days, <laughs> right? To working in corporate America, mm-hmm. to, you know, being, you know, you know, doing, doing the, uh, what was it after that? The, uh, from co- the hair. Right. Give the nonprofit. Nonprofit. No, excuse me. 
the Rice Krispies to, to working and then the beauty and salon. salon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from there, nonprofit, nonprofit, and as then, well as network marketing. So it was kind of it was a little it was dabbling. Yeah. I was still, still doing still a little bit of entrepreneurship, right? But all the while. Constantly, yes, I was. I didn't realize that I was constantly getting skills and experience in different arenas, different industries, and now you know I have a little bit of. I have knowledge in the beauty industry, knowledge in the financial industry, knowledge in the legal industry, now knowledge in you know marketing. So it's so many different things I learned along the way, and I had to learn how to market my businesses. You know, when I had the boutique, I had to learn how to promote it. Yep. So that people would come into the store, right. you know. So I learned. I just I've just learned so much over the last thirty years of my life. And this is why you qualify. You know, now you're you're a marketing guru, I believe. I think you're you qualify. Oh, you're you. you're a business guru. Excuse me. My uh my Invitica watch, which my sponsor <laughs> keeps banging against the table. But um, so this this experience you have. Has has thrusted you into mm-hmm. the qualification space to be able to help other entrepreneurs, right? And so now I'm coaching. And now and you're I'm, coaching. I'm coaching entrepreneurs, okay. um, other people who want to go Tell in us business. More about that. Oh gosh, I, this is probably one of I, I love it. It's my passion. It's truly my passion. Um, aside from doing the podcast and aside from you know speaking, I love helping people one on one who have say an idea, helping them take that idea and a concept and bringing it to life. Mm-hmm. And helping them actually launch it and get it out there to the world. That is my passion. Nice. Yep. Wow. So you're a coach? So I'm a business coach. Business coach. And, you know, some would say I'm a marketing strategist. And a marketing, I don't know if a strategist is, that's, <laughs> that's not enough. I mean, she's a beast. And what kind of marketing? What are we talking about? Traditional marketing, social media marketing, Facebook ads. Like, tell everybody what nope. you do. Not more. I am. I can help somewhat with you know marketing offline because I've done that because I've had businesses where I've had to learn how to market offline and whether that's through flyers, business cards, networking events, you know all those different things offline. But I am now focused on helping entrepreneurs, you know, take their business from just being offline to online. Because if you think about it, where is when you see someone whether it's they're driving in the store, walking down the street. What do most people have in their hands? Their phones. Their cell phones, right? Yep. So most people are on their phones more than they watch television. True. True. Right? Yep. You so, don't see the Coke is it commercials anymore. You sure don't. And if you so <laughs> so now most people find out they don't most people don't even watch the news anymore. Yeah. They get their news from where? Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Or they go online. Or they get it from their app. Yep. The weather app on their phone. Or the news app. Are the exactly are the news that exactly are they see what's trending? Right. If it's not trending on Twitter or on on Facebook, they pretty much don't know about it, and they don't care either. Right. It doesn't matter. So (laughs) relevant. So the thing is now to in today's time, you know, if you're not, you know, because things change all the time, right? Trends come and go, um, but you can't market your business in 2018 the way you did in 2008. Hmm. That's 10 years. A lot has happened in 10 years. As a matter of fact, the iPhone came out in 2007. And guess what? You can't even market your, you're right. You can't even market your business in 2018 the way you marketed it in 2015. Wow. That's only just And that's years. only three years ago. Right. Because 
things Why are con- because technology is constantly changing mm-hmm. and now most people are where on social media yep right so if you want to market your business yeah you can keep doing it with the business cards you can do flyers but traditional ways of marketing only work it's a very small percentage you know of conversions or new customers or new clients that you'll get by doing that the majority of people are on social media you gotta have an app for that so it makes sense for you to be there too it makes sense for you to be your, to have your business there too that's true but most people don't even realize you can it's more than just having a, uh, a a personal page or more than just having a business page there are certain things that most people don't don't even know that they can do mm. you know to get in front of more people on these platforms on Instagram on you know Twitter on Facebook and so that's what I teach people I teach my clients you know how to really maximize you know their social media influence oh. for their businesses but I have people who said I ain't doing that social media thing man I'm gonna stick with this what I've been doing for years has been working what do you say to that you mean if they say they're not going to do it? yeah because most of the people that's out there right now that are they're putting stuff on social media, right? Then I say prepare to call the undertaker <laughs> because you're going to be out of business within the next year Everybody's and a half. Everybody's going to have a presence online. Everybody, everybody. Are you serious? If it, it would, you know, the only ones who I would probably say who probably could get away with not having a presence on social media that will, still, that, will st- <laughs> that will still make a profit would be a doctor. A doctor, yeah. A lawyer. Yeah. Those types of those types of businesses, those types of service people, they could they would survive. Right. But your business that you're trying to start up, you know, whether it's um, a hair hair salon, because think about it, there are tons of hairstylists yeah. out there. What are you doing to set yourself apart? So I seen one girl, uh, one company, or excuse me, one business. She actually uses Instagram. She actually uh, puts her. She's doing hair and mm-hmm. she has a Facebook live going and she, you know, people in there with their hair all busted. They don't care. Girl, I'm going to put you live real quick. And <laughs> she, but that's how she's promoting. She's you promoting know? that way. She's promoting yeah. that way. And so some people are, some people are doing it. Yeah. The beautiful thing is what social media has done. It has opened up. It has leveled the playing field. Right. Now you can compete with, if you are, if you sell um, clothing, now you can compete with Walmart. True. Yeah. Yep. Now you have the the, le- the the social media, like I said, it has leveled the playing field. Now you can go and actually create a campaign. You can actually pay a little bit of money to whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and you can actually create your own media campaign and push it out there to people who are looking for what you have. You can actually nail, like really laser focus into a certain demographic of people that want just what you have. Wow. But most people don't know how to do that. It's a strategy. Right. But if you don't know that skills, if you don't have that skill set, you'll just be out there just posting something on social media, but not really, but everybody's seeing it, but not the right people are seeing it. So I I teach people how, so I teach people how to get the right people Mm. to see your product and your service so that you can sell more of what you have to them. I guess it would be easier if I, if I'm selling, you know, food that I'm selling to people that actually are hungry. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So is that the new? Is that what you're saying? You know, it, let's say if somebody's looking for a, a, you know, all products that have 
uh, let's say uh, turtles on it. Yeah. What if I have a, if I have a fascin a fascination for turtles, mm. right? And I love you know if I want aprons with turtles on it and you know uh, towels with turtles on it. And you are a company that that you make stuff with turtles. Well, how am I supposed to find you? Even if you just if you just post it on your page, well, all of your friends may see it, but I don't see it. Right. Right. So in order to find me. You gotta have you gotta have a strategic way to find me. I'm a very, I'm a niche customer, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm a very unique customer. But you have what I want, but I don't know that you, I don't even know that you have it. I don't even know that you exist. I don't even know that you exist. So how do you find those people who are looking for you? They're not gonna come and find you. You have to find them. And see, that's the switch. Most people think it's the other way around. Right. Most people start up a business and they think that. People are going to find them. No, no it doesn't, work, it doesn't like work that way. You have to go and find your customer. So in order to do that, it's a very strategic, you know, way for you to do this. And that's what I teach. Wow. Well, that's needed. Because I think a lot of people are just doing like I do. Just put it out there and just assume everybody's going to want it. But everybody does not want your business. Right. Most people don't want your business. But that's why you got to find those people who are looking or, yeah, you, you know, so, and if I can say this too, yeah. if I can say this on your part, like for us, let's just talk about Facebook because most right. people are on Facebook, right? right? And Instagram, but let's just talk about Facebook for now. Um, most people have a personal page, right? But think about this when you're on your, on Facebook, your personal page is more or less of your family and friends. They didn't come on your page. They didn't become your friend on Facebook to buy what you have. <laughs> right, right, right. They became your friend because they wanted to, be Keep up friend. with you and yeah. be your friend. Mm -hmm. But every so often you'll get maybe a few people inside of your friends and family list that you could probably, you know, maybe sell something to. But they're not there for that. Mm -hmm. But if you have a business page, now Facebook will allow you to do something very unique. And that is create a specific campaign to find the exact targeted group of people that want what you have. Wow. That's huge. That's worth it. But most people don't know that. But they'll pay for an ad on the radio to get played three times a day. To on Let a, me on tell a you, I did it. I did it. When I when I had my boutique, I remember specifically going to a, ra a local radio station that I thought was very you know popular in the in the area, and they charged me two thousand dollars for one week. Oh my gosh. And it was for, <laughs> I kid you it not. It wasn't targeted. I, it was not targeted. Mm -hmm. It was not. It was. Let me tell you the targeting they had. It wasn't targeted and drilled down to a specific group of people. It was targeted for high times of listenership. <laughs> oh yeah, based on how many people listen. It, right. We'll throw it out there. We'll put it out there. Basically, the exactly. See, see who listens. Wow. Well, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. When you're driving in the car and you turn on the radio, when the commercial comes on, what do most people do? They switch the channel. If you're listening to your favorite songs and yep. you're jamming, now all of a sudden commercial comes on, you turn to the next station. Yep. And why is that? Because you didn't come there to be listening to a commercial. You don't, you don't want any commercial. And, and not only that, but probably that commercial doesn't even apply to Body, you. Yes, yeah, true. Turtles. Turtles. Oh, man. I'm like. You're like, what? Oh, I'm going to turn this off. Beauty. No, I'm a guy. I don't need beauty. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if, you're, if you were listening to the radio and you. If you're looking for a specific, you know, sofa set, but they're talking about blue or green or whatever, well, that apply to you. So you right. turn it off. Turn it off. But if I'm online and I know that you have, 
you know, said something online where you want a specific color, this and this and that, Facebook will allow me to find you directly. That is interesting because I'm trying to learn it, but I'm learning it by doing it. But I put a couple ads up. I put, you know, flyers up. I, I come from the old school. When I was doing music, you know, we put our CDs together and we sold to our friends, family members. We put flyers out, you know, but, you know, target market. No, I mean, in, but now hindsight, that makes it makes sense because now I know if, I, if I'm not a, I know we used to sell our CDs at McDonald's. Mm hmm. Right? Think about this. People coming to McDonald's and not coming for a CD. Right. They're coming to eat food. They're coming to eat food. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm down there like, hey, how you doing? I got a new CD out. They're like, what? Give me a large fry and a drink, bro. You work here? Nah, nah. I'm just trying to do my CD. And a lot of times I probably didn't get sales. Whereas, if I went to a party, mm -hmm. now some guys I know that were promoters, they... They they understood marketing. I, I never right. understood it. They would go and show up at a party mm -hmm. or an event, and they would put flyers on your cars. Now you're already at an event, right? And they're promoting an right. event. An event. <laughs> that makes sense. That's the target market. So, so that, that I'm glad sense. you mentioned target because yeah. that's what it's all about. It all comes down to targeted right. marketing. Right. If you're not targeting, if you're selling T-shirts that have um, Eagles, looking at your shirt right now, you have a t-shirt on that has, Eagles, you're an Eagles fan, right? Shout out to the Eagles. Woo, Super Bowl champions. So if you are an Eagles fan, right, why would, if, if I'm sorry, if you're selling, if you make Eagles t-shirts mm -hmm. and I'm a Saints fan, why would you try to sell me an Eagles t-shirt? I'm not, because I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> true, <laughs> true, true. But, but you get what I'm saying. So, yeah. Why would you would waste your time putting your ad in front of me? Because I'm not gonna buy it. That's right. But if you got a group of people over here that are Eagles fans, but you're putting your ad in front of me and not them, so does that make so sense? That's in essence what people are doing online. That's what people are doing. You're putting all of your, you're taking all of your time, your energy, and you're putting your ads and you're you're posting and you're sharing pictures and all these things in front of the wrong yeah, people. People that don't care. About so that. now you think that. This entrepreneur thing don't work. Mm -hmm. Everything works when you work it, and ignorance is expensive. Yes, it is. You gotta get knowledge. Yes, it is. Gotta get. Knowledge. So I teach skill sets. Nice. I teach a skill set that will very help valuable. you. Very a valuable. A very valuable skill yeah. set because if you're gonna be in business, you better learn it. Well, or you're gonna be out of business. Like I said, you'll be calling the undertaker <laughs> to come put the nail in your coffin yeah. because you're gonna be out of business. Yeah, and uh, so. When people start businesses, they, they generally start because they have to or because they love doing something. So who tells them, hey, you're going to need to learn how to market? Nobody? No, nobody tells them because they don't even know how to market. Yeah. They don't even know that they need to market. Yeah, I didn't. Most I people just did. think that they, here's the thing, because you have a brilliant idea and you think that it's a brilliant idea, mm -hmm. you say, oh, I got a business. And now you think everybody's going to just jump in front of you and mm -hmm. buy your stuff. Nope. Not even your family's gonna buy from you, especially your family. <laughs> especially your family. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't buying it. Sorry. So you That's know, to be idea, honest, bro. now as a business coach, when people say they want to start a business, to be honest with you, I really try to discourage it. Really, I do. I really try to discourage them why, because why because I want to see if they really have what it takes. Sure. Because it's not easy no. starting a business. It's not easy maintaining a sure. business. It's not easy scaling a business. So 
you know, I discourage them and say, listen, if you're not going to, if you're not willing to accept no's, if you're not willing to be able, if you, if you can't accept being ridiculed, yeah. um, all I paint that scenario to let them know this is what you're going to go through. Mm-hmm. And would you say that everybody goes through it? Every single person. It's unavoidable. Listen. The, the most successful person that you can think of right now that comes to the, the first person that comes to mind, they've all went through it. We just watched an amazing video on YouTube with Steve Harvey going over his story. Prime example. There were some things I, I didn't even know about. Yes, me, you know, I heard me about too. him sleeping in the car. I heard about, you know, what he went through. But he went really, really he deep went on deep that in, video. That's right. And it encouraged me because it let me know that, <laughs> I mean, he jumped out there, like you said. You know, he got, he won, he, won, he did a talent show. And won fifty bucks and went and quit his job, mm-hmm, you know. So mm-hmm. he said, "I don't, I don't suggest that." But and he's just saying, like, you know, if you have your dreams, he was willing to sacrifice. Willing to sacrifice right. for, and that's that's right. one of the things that I'm going to be talking about. Um, <laughs> matter of fact, by the end of this month, with my leadership development, mm-hmm. personal growth training, um, I'm going to be doing his mastermind on dreams, right. you know. And right. so that's and what's the, and what's the, the name key. of it? Put your dreams to the test. Right. That's awesome because most people yeah. aren't willing to put it to the test. Right. The first time they have a little bit of failure, yep. they're just like, you know what, this doesn't work. Yep. And I'm telling, I've experienced failure after failure after failure, but then I experienced success. Success. That's how it goes. It's almost like I gave, I gave it. Um, I, I also, of course, am uh, with Ben with Legal Shield, and I'm building a team out in uh, California. And I just did a training out there um, a couple of days ago, and I talked about, you know. Being a waitress, keep the mindset of the waitress. Mm-hmm. The waitress always, every time you go to a restaurant, the first thing they ask you is, they say, "Would you like some coffee?" Right, exactly. Yep, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Would you like some coffee? And you're gonna say, "Yeah, sure, let me have some coffee." Or you're gonna say, "No, thank you." <laughs> now, when she says, when you say, "Yeah," they say, "Oh, she goes, here you go," and she starts pouring your coffee. When you say no, she's move around right along as next person. That's right. Like some coffee. That's right. Would you like some coffee? <clears throat> yes. Okay, here you go. Would you like some coffee? No, no, I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. I don't like this. No, I don't want no coffee. Why you ask me that? <laughs> she don't care. Right. She don't care. Her job is, do you want some coffee? Mm-hmm. You have to ask. You have to ask. You have to ask. But obviously, when you come in a restaurant, you've targeted as you want to eat. And most people, mm-hmm. when they come to a restaurant, they're there they because they want to eat. They want to eat. And if they <laughs> right. come in the morning, they probably want coffee. <laughs> right. So she's going to ask that. So that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we can go on this topic for, so, I mean, we could really just go even deeper, but for time's sake, you know, but for anyone who wants to reach out to me, they can definitely reach out to me. Um, you know, I am, right now, I am I am taking a few more clients, you know, right now. Um, also, I'll be w- more than willing to give your your audience, you know, some strategy set, a free, you know, complimentary strategy session. Nice. So, um, you can definitely reach out to me. Live on the show, Steel22Live.tv with Iona Garrett. She's a marketing strategist. She's also an amazing entrepreneur, and she's also a blazing hairstylist, 20 years, had her own shop. She is a woman ago, and she my baby, y'all. <laughs> she's, I'm telling you, I love doing this. We're excited to have her on the show. But I'm if excited to be to, here. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, Miss Success Stalker, how can I get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me. Um, I am on, you can actually reach out to me at ionagarrett.com. Nice. Or you can email me at info at ionagarrett.com. Uh, they can also go to our other site, Success Stalkers Radio. 
dot com and you can also reach, yes we're on iHeartRadio hundred and eighteen <laughs> countries and, from iTunes uh, 80 episodes SoundCloud Stitcher Radio more episodes on Google Play I, also Google Play nice <laughs> yeah. so yeah I just you, you can you can actually just type Iona Garrett yeah. in Google yeah. and all that stuff will come up oh, but yeah. that's good that's good <laughs> and you have a phone number they can contact yes, you yes you can reach me at area code three zero two seven six six one zero eight two. You can only call it for business, okay? <laughs> I'll be answering the phone. Anyway, <laughs> that's right. I, I'm her personal secretary. He is my he is my assistant. <laughs> my personal assistant. I'm the, I'm the assistant and the screener. Okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, definitely reach out to me. I I really enjoy a, a area code three zero two seven six six one zero eight two. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you for uh, this has been a really, really informative. I think it's uh, it's a great opportunity for people to get to know you. Uh, I think we'll be able to use this show uh, not only now, but also this is a great opportunity for people to contact you if they need any uh, help, entrepreneurship. Uh, you have a great heart. You have very you have a lot of patience with people. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend. I hear I hear you talking to your clients most of the time. They just like. Yeah, every, I mean, as soon as they hear you, like, oh my God, Ayana, you're just amazing. You're awesome. <laughs> I just love her. So, you know, give her a call, y'all. Definitely, if you're serious about it. But don't give her a call if you're going to be playing around because she's, she's serious yes, about her I, business. I'm, I'm serious. And, she, and I'm serious about no helping nonsense. people. Yes. She's no nonsense. No nonsense. With it. You know, she wants to help you get to where you want to be and uh, help you be successful. You know, like I said, she Absolutely. is. Absolutely. This is Fred Fitzgiles, Steel22Live.tv host. And also, you can contact us at 610-466-5461. If you got some comments, I would love for you to, to leave some comments there. 610-466-5461. If you uh, can just comment on what you just heard. Did we, you know, did what we said today, did it help you? If you're thinking about starting a business, um, just go back. We're actually going to listen to the show and tag it up with some things we're going to be talking about. So you can be able to use it to be successful in every every dream that you have, you know, your goals and your business, and just be encouraged that you can do it. If anybody else can do it, you can do it. Now is the time. Now is the time. Even if you're working, you can work part-time. If you're not working, you, 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 have, you have hope. You know, you can get out there and do something. If you've got desire, you've got a burning desire. If you're, if, you're, if you're willing to work and not willing to make excuses and blame people, but you really take accountability for yourself, then you can do it. You can be successful. All right? So until next time, until next week, we'll see you. You are tuned to Steel22Live.tv. Always positive, always on. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgerald. And thank you so much, honey, for being on the air on the show for you the are first more than time. Welcome. Appreciate you. And uh, if you, would you come back to the show? We brought you back home. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I, I look forward to coming back and doing that I Owning Your Business segment that we Ooh, talked about. Yeah, we are talking about that. So let me bring that up. So we're going to have a segment on our show. Since she is so good with it, and I'm just kind of you can send your questions. You can send your questions in, and uh, she'll be able to answer them. And the segment is going to be called Iona in your business. Iona in your business. That's right. She'll be in your business, (laughs) in your business, helping you, but not in your business like that. Okay, but in your business to help you as a to become a better, a a better better business owner and entrepreneur. Absolutely, to market yourself. Market is the biggest thing, uh, you know, statistics wise. Would you say? Out of, out of uh, a scale of one to ten, uh, how 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 many people actually market in their business effectively? 
About one. One to maybe two percent. No way. No, I'm not kidding. Out of ten, maybe one or two. So eighty percent of people out there don't know how to market. They're just winging it. Well, if that's you, you need to call us six one zero four six six five four six one. Ask your questions about marketing. If you want, have her bring it up on live. In fact, on the air on this segment, I own it in your business. And even write in. They can even write in to your. you know, send in some questions that they yeah. have. If you want to go to studio22livetv at gmail.com. It's S-T-U-D-E-O, 22livetv at gmail.com. Send in your questions about your business, any business questions, and she'll be able to give you a little bit of a coaching on our segment, and we might do it live. So the whole world knows That's that right. you'll know what you're doing. Right. Okay? Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So the whole world knows that you are in serious. You're serious about your business. You're serious about your business. You want to get it done, all right? So I own it in your biz. All right. You got it. Thanks for being on the show, honey. You're welcome. Do it TV podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, empower, impact lives across the world. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. That was an amazing episode. Part one and part two with Iona. It was a, definitely a privilege to not only interview her because she's so amazing. I just got to tell you guys how amazing she is. But the fact that, you know, the best is yet to come for her. I believe in her. And I believe in what all her accomplishments and her goals have prepared her, prepared her for her future. So I'm excited about that. And it was an honor uh, to be able to do that. All right. So I enjoyed I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. We got some huge events coming up I wanted to share with you right now. I think it was worthy of putting on the show. Number one, we actually have my sister, author Frida Camille, who's actually working on a play. And she's working on a play with Rob Moore. And the play is called This Is My Life, Get to Know Me Before You Judge Me. And they're still looking for actors, okay? They're actually looking for a man or a woman uh, that's looking for a music teacher or someone that can sing and two other teacher roles, man or woman. They're looking for a 10 to 20 member children's choir. So if you know of a 10 to 20 member children's choir or you are a child and you like to be part of it, or you're looking to be able to act or uh, in this amazing play coming up and they're, and they're shooting for June, uh, please call 267-298-0569 if you're interested. That's 267-298-0569. Or you can hit up Rob Moore, my friend Rob Moore on Facebook, Rob Moore. And you can also hit my sister, my amazing sister, author Frida Camille, author Frida Camille, and just hit her up on Facebook and send her a message if you are interested, if you're serious, because this play is going to be incredible. Also on March 31st, you got Martin Lawrence, Michael Blackson, D. Ray Davis, and Ricky Smiley coming into town. That's tomorrow, 8 p.m. at the Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. Also, you got for Friday, April 13th, you got the Philly Spring Jam coming up. The Philly Spring Jam on Friday, April 13th at the Leacour Center. And also, the M.N. Butler Ministries presents Reclaiming My Time Women's Conference. That's coming up on April 21st from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. A lot of guest speakers, Apostle Teresa Simmons, Pastor Juwanda Simpson, Pastor Tanya Harding, Pastor Tish Dorsey, Praise Dance Minister Carice Jackson, and of course, spoken word by my amazing sister, Super Plug with my sis, author Frida Camille. If you want to get some more information about tickets, you can email mnbministries at gmail.com. That's mnbministries. 
nbministries at gmail.com for the Reclaiming My Time Women's Conference coming up on April 21st, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's all I have right now. If you have any events that you want promoted on the Studio22Live.tv podcast, send an email to Studio22LiveTV at gmail.com. That's S-T-U-D-E-O, 22LiveTV at gmail.com. You can also give us a call at 610-466-5461. And please, please leave the name of your organization, the name of your event, the date of your event, the time of your event, and the contact information. If you want to leave the cost, you can leave the cost as well, and we will actually be able to promote it online for only $50, $50 to promote any events that you have. So just, just go ahead and send us the information, and also we'll send you the PayPal link. And once you pay the PayPal link, you'll be on the next show, and our show is on every single week. We will promote your event on the Studio22Live.tv podcast, which is always positive, Always on. It's going to help us pay some bills and keep this thing going. My name is Fred Fitzgiles, host still of the TV podcast, and I appreciate you tuning in. At the end of every episode, when you listen to the Studio 22 Live.tv podcast, you're always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of your day, the week, or the rest of the year. And the one I want to end with today is from King Solomon, and it's simply this. Everybody needs somebody. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves and a cord of three strands is not quickly broken no one is successful alone everyone needs somebody even you studio, studio thank you so much for listening to the studio22live.tv podcast we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode We strive to continue to add value to all the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Tune into the show every Friday, every single week, and don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Studio 22 Live TV. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and our YouTube channel, and you can send us your questions, birthday shoutouts, comments, and suggestions at 610-466-5461, and we will share them on the show. We are seeking sponsors for each one of our episodes, and if you have any events that you want us to promote, just contact us by email at studio22livetv at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. Have a great week. Always positive, always on, 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 always on